Hi everyone, welcome to Empowered Women series. I am Purnima Thakre, and as you know, every other week we bring an amazing, inspiring woman to talk with us or aspiring all of us. This week we have uh, Catherine Cheng with us. She is an amazing intern at Refine and Focus. As you know, that Refine and Focus has a very competitive internship program. Every year, more than 400 people apply and like six or eight of them are selected. So yes, she is one of those six awesome people, eight awesome people this year. And I am so excited to have this conversation. I have my own reasons why I am interviewing her and they will come out as we talk. Hi, Catherine. Hi, thank you for having me. Can you just... Tell us a little about you and introduce yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Catherine Chang. Um, I am entering my junior year at Wesleyan University, where I'm an English and Education Studies double major. And at Refine and Focus, I'm a business analyst. Um, and I'm also part of the Empowered Women series team. Yay! Yes, yeah. She is, she, she is, you know, the she's a crucial member of our empowered women series thank you so yay <laughs> so this is today is our in-house interviewing thank you i'm very excited yeah so catherine uh, the first question you know you know that i have worked with a lot of interns in my lifetime you know fortunately or unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> and i have had various experiences and because many students while they are studying and having their college activities and combination of everything else going on in their life and then internship most of them are very overwhelmed and uh, which is fair you know mm -hmm. they are very over overwhelmed and they find difficult to deal with everything and uh, few people exceptional ones like you manage it all very efficiently so how do you personally do it yeah absolutely um i mean i certainly have my moments where i also feel feel overwhelmed um but i have a couple of techniques that i try to use um to stay sane when i'm really busy so uh every day i try to do something that i care about um, and it'll either be something like exercise or artistic. Um, and then I try to have at least one meaningful conversation with a friend or family member each day. Um, because if I don't make time for it, then it doesn't always happen. Um, another thing that I try to do is always add variety to the things that I'm doing to kind of take care of myself. So um, I like to run, I like to do yoga, um, I like to bike, I like to do crew. Um, and so I'll mix up kind of the activities that I do so that I don't get bored with them. Um, and, you know, on the more artistic side, I play the viola. Um, I've been picking up a little bit of painting um, and I love to read. So I always try to mix up um, the ways that I make time for myself. Uh, and then the last thing that I try to do is always let my hobbies be hobbies. Um, so for me, the viola was a really big part of my life and I was in a uh, orchestra that toured internationally when I was in high school and so I was playing at a really high intense caliber um, and then when I came to college I had other things that I wanted to pursue and I had to get used to 
letting the viola just be a hobby and no longer be this really intense activity that I was used to dedicating many, many hours of my week towards. Um, and it was certainly a learning curve, but I think that I can enjoy it now and I can just, um, you know, let it be a pure outlet as opposed to being something that is additionally stressful to everything else going on. <laughs> I I understand your point. And this this emotional emotional part of keeping yourself strong, you know, this stopping and doing something completely irrelevant is so important. And mm -hmm. when you were talking about your viola, I was like many people, because the way I cook, many people many times tell me, why don't you open a restaurant? So <laughs> I am like, no, you know, this is my yeah. outlet, you know, let it be exactly. my outlet. Exactly. And I actually realized that point when you said that, like usually <laughs> I just say no. And why, like logically, I just understood now why I don't do it. Like, right, yeah. Because there are things that just need to be fun and when you're used to pushing and when your instinct is to push and do things at you know the highest caliber it's important to give yourself permission to just let it be something light and casual yeah you can compete or you know be com like i i know the dif difference like you can't do i don't compete in anything else also so i can't really relate to that but but yes i know like it's 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 something for yourself completely 100 exactly. percent, just for yourself so that is the emotional part of it mm -hmm. how about you know uh is there anything differently that you do to plan your time or you know assign time or you just go with the flow what are your techniques to managing your time yeah definitely i um do kind of block out my day. Um, I keep a pretty tight schedule. I always have a to-do list. I know, you know, what needs to be done today, what I'd like to have done today, and what would be an amazing surprise if I got done that day. Um, and, you know, I also try to block out the time that I need to take care of myself. So I block out um, 10 minutes every morning before I start my day to do yoga. I walk the, my dog with my sister every day um, and I insist on having dinner, like not working through it, either having it with friends or family. Um, so those kinds of things help like break up my work day, uh, but they also help me stay on track. Um, the other thing that I try to do is be like really present when I'm doing an activity and I found that that actually lets me like accomplish more things throughout my day. So if I'm having a conversation with someone, I try really hard to not be on my computer checking email or doing something else. Um, you know, if I'm working on an assignment, I try to just work on that assignment and not have a bunch of other things going on. Um, and I found that that actually makes each block more meaningful. Um, and then over the course of the day, I can kind of get more accomplished. How many times are you successful in doing all these things? Like, are you always be, I know how difficult, like, because in theory, I know that I should be present in whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And it is so difficult because you have so many screens in front of you. See, see, look right now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, there are definitely times where I get distracted just like anyone else. And there are times when, um, you know, things come up and I can't always 
be just singularly focused on one thing. Um, but it was actually a bad habit that I had for a while where whenever I was talking to someone like a friend, I tended to be doing other things. And I've had a couple people kind of call me out on it. And I've realized that when I just focus on one thing, um, it's like more emotionally fulfilling for me. I can actually get more done. Um, and it's just out of respect for the person you're talking to, you know, even if you're just chatting with a friend, like give them your undivided attention, you know? Yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, exactly. They, they yeah. do deserve it. And where, where did you like, you know, it took me a lifetime to learn a lot of the things that you're talking about. <laughs> how did you, how did you learn all these things? I'm extremely curious about that. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it was out of necessity. Like I, I like to stay busy and um, as a result, you know, in order to do things that the, in order to do all the things that I wanted to do, you know, I had to find a way to not immediately burn myself out. Um, and, you know, I've found also like the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people. Like I'm very fortunate that my friends are supportive of me doing a lot of things, but they also look out for me a lot and they'll like literally take my computer from me sometimes and be like, you have to relax. You have to hang out with us tonight. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, I, I think a lot of it has also been like the influence of other people and having them um, kind of teach me a lot of these things and tell me, you know, when it's time to slow down or when I'm pushing too hard. Yeah. And what I hear is I, I, I hear a lot of, uh, I do hear planning mm -hmm. as a framework and I also hear flexibility. Yes. You know, this point that you made that you know you have your to-do list but it's not like a laundry list to-do list yeah. you prioritize your to-do list list yeah so oh, do, do you want to add anything on your how do you call it like rigid flexible flex, flexibly planned <laughs> yeah i mean i think for me i do love my schedules and so um sometimes i can get a little grouchy if they get mixed up but the sooner I just accept it and move on, you know, usually the better off I am. And of course there are times when I um, am, you know, a little cranky about it, but uh, you just have to kind of go along with it. The other thing that I have kind of learned is um, that also like my priorities can be flexible. Like uh, sometimes, um, you know, things will vary in relative importance and it's not, and that can change like from a day-to-day -day basis. So family is really important to me. Work is really important to me. Um, and especially during quarantine, I've learned that sometimes their like relative supremacy will change. So um, there'll be some moments where I need to attend to a family matter right away. And I, you know, can't do my work as soon as I'd like. And then sometimes there are days where work is a lot more pressing. And so um, it's been kind of important to me to understand that, uh, you know, it's not like you can just say family is important to me and it's always more important to me than work or the other way around, um, but that that can change and move. Yeah. And I know that when you say, like everyone says that family is important to me, but when <laughs> you say it, uh, I know that it is. And uh, I, do you want to tell, talk about, you know, the structured family time that you have in your family? I absolutely <laughs> love that. And 
that emotional support it reflects in your work. Thank you. Yeah, so my family during quarantine instituted three times a week mandatory family time, which was um, an interesting move by my parents to make sure that just because we were all living at home together, we actually spend time together. Um, so we had a rotation on who got to pick the activities um, with two asterisks that my dad could not make us play risk um, and that we couldn't make somebody do something they didn't want to more than like two times in a rotation. Um, and then we also had a, um, a weekly family movie night. So that was their solution. <laughs> That's awesome. And how do you think, I have seen its effect, but how do you think it has, it has affected or how do you like, tell me your thoughts about it. I don't have a like other question than that. Just tell me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think um, there was a little bit of irony of like mandatory fun time. Um, there was something kind of funny about my parents mandating that we were all gonna, you know, have fun at all costs. <laughs> um, but I do think that it that it ends up being um, a benefit in the long term. I'm very close with both of my sisters, um, and I really appreciate that relationship and that you know remains a priority even when I'm not at home during quarantine and when I'm at school and. Um, we try to talk, you know, uh, almost like every other day and stuff like that, just to check in and hear what the middle school drama is and hear what happened at soccer practice and things like that. Um, so I think the mandatory family time helps, you know, us stay close and take advantage of the time that we do have that we're all together. Um, so that when I go back to school and we're away again, you know, the relationship stays tight. And also, you know, it's a habit that you have formed. So maybe when you go to school, you can join them on Zoom for the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I think if they if they stick to the mandatoriness of it and continue to make it a priority, then you know I'll be there. <laughs> or you can take a lead and make it mandatory. It doesn't always That's have true. to be the parents, I guess. That's that's true, um, and I've certainly had my times where like I've been a little bored and been like it's family night what are we gonna do and everyone else is like you're over here please leave us alone <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's an effect of quarantine it's like you know the things that we used to find exciting in the past we are like do I have to do this again do I have yeah. to have fun again oh. <laughs> I we will figure it out what's going on but mm -hmm. at least for now I can't figure out like that combination of busy and bored mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyways that's a different chapter to talk about <laughs> it's weird so uh you know you a few times when we were talking about your planning mm -hmm. you mentioned that you know you give yourself uh uh, like even in your to-do list you give yourself you forgive yourself mm -hmm. you forgive yourself every now and then you yeah. don't put you know you because naturally you tend to put a lot of pressure on yourself like most people do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so do you want to talk about how when why and what do you forgive yourself with sure yeah that's a great question um I think learning to let hobbies be hobbies was a big one for me. It was giving myself permission to not have to do everything as intensely as I used to and used to think that, you know, I was supposed to. Um, 
I think also um, trying to check in with myself more and, you know, if I have uh, an instinct where, you know, I want to just like watch 15 minutes of YouTube videos in the middle of my day or something like that, you know, I try to see whether or not like I emotionally need it. And there are times where I do and there are times when I don't. Um, and so, you know, trying to like forgive myself for deviating from my schedule when, um, you know, when I know that it was really kind of important for the well-being of myself and my mental health and things like that. Do you know, Catherine, when, when most of us watch 15 minutes of YouTube video, what happens? <laughs> it happens to me too. 15 minutes suddenly becomes two hours and you have no idea where it went. But I, yeah, you know, I just try to do it in moderation too, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I need to develop that habit of checking in. Do I need to watch this another cat video? <laughs> I know it really becomes like a, a dark hole that you can spin into. <laughs> it's hypnotic. It's yeah. really hypnotic. And I have no idea how it happens. But yes, yeah. I'm going to check in too. Next time I, the first video I'll check in. Do I really need to watch this video? Maybe just one video and put an alarm maybe. Yeah. That's a good, I think that's a smart technique. I'll try to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so that you know when 15 minutes is 15 minutes. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we talked about so many things. Uh, we talked about your forgiveness, kindness. There's one thing I want to talk about. Obviously, you know, like crucial part of being able to do lots of things is mm -hmm. saying no to lots of things. Mm -hmm. And I am focusing a lot on that these days because I have seen a lot of my friends, no matter what age they are at, anywhere mm -hmm. between 20 to 60 to 70, mm -hmm. all women have problem with that. Mm -hmm. So do you do it? And how do you do it? <laughs> um, I probably don't say no as much as I should. Um but I do think that like I'm in a fortunate position where a lot of the time uh, the reason why I want to do something is because I'm curious and excited about it, not necessarily because I have someone telling me that I have to do it. Um, and so in that case, kind of the only person I need to convince to say no to is myself, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Um, usually what I try to do is just, you know, assess my bandwidth and say, okay, realis realistically, can I add this activity to my schedule um, and then kind of weigh how much benefit I'll get out of it either you know socially emotionally or professionally um, and so then usually once I have a couple good reasons on whether or not I should do it or not uh, then I can convince myself to let it go and be okay with saying no um, and kind of move on with my life. I, you know, the few themes that came out of this, I, I really like those things. One is, you know, this habit of checking in. Mm -hmm. You talked about a lot of things that you talked about. You talked about habit of checking in. Like, you know, instead of just mindlessly falling into it, check with yourself. Do you really need to do this? Do you mm -hmm. really need to do it now? And, uh, you know, what would happen if you don't do it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, I think that's definitely true. I never uh, deliberately like identified it as checking in. Um, but I think it just, you know, that yeah, that's exactly the right way to describe what it is that's going on. <laughs> yeah, 
because this has been like a session not just you know like you told me the things that i was naturally doing you told me the actual way i was doing it and the same thing that you were doing few things naturally i that's why i guess we need friends so that we can talk yeah. about things and then they can tell us oh you're actually smarter than you think <laughs> i know exactly or they can point out you know things that um seem obvious to them that just have never crossed your mind and you're like yes checking in is the perfect word for it <laughs> yes 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 and i'm going to emphasize on that one now now on mm-hmm. you know and tell people to check in people yeah yeah Definitely. before you just fall into because you know we are a lot of us are on that default mode or doing 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 and uh, even when we stop we don't really stop to check in yeah exactly and i think that it comes from absolutely a good place like it comes from wanting to be your best self it comes from an excitement to learn it comes from um understanding your responsibilities and you know and i don't think that any of it has poor intentions it's just you know that's how you end up getting caught up in all these things that you suddenly have no time for yourself and you're like what happened and you know that's where it comes from i think yes and now before i let you go there is the last question i want to ask you uh, is there i know you don't like giving advices but is there any advice that you could give to anyone your age or younger than you Sure. Um it's a big question. I think in terms of um kind of checking in and taking care of yourself. Um for me the biggest kind of change in my mindset of taking care of myself was being really practical. Um and it was, you know, being practical with the amount of time that you're going to spend on these things and then do it regularly. So, um you know, I think a lot of us have these impulses to make like life changes and we'll be like, okay, I'm going to take care of myself for three hours every day. Um, and then that ends up being too daunting and you just stress yourself out more because you're like, how am I going to find three hours today to, you know, do whatever I need to do. Um, and so for me, at least like finding just like 10 or 15 minutes of something, um, but then doing it absolutely every single day, no matter what came to me more because um, you know, it's more like the ritual of taking care of myself. Like the 10 minutes of yoga in the morning has come to do so much more than just like 10 minutes of stretching. It's been more of this space where I, you know, can put off all the things going on in my life. I can put off, um, you know, emails that are coming in. I can put off people wanting to talk to me and just have 10 minutes for myself. And that ritual, I think, comes to take on more value than just the like, practice itself for the time that you spend doing it so uh, my advice would be be practical uh, take a small amount of time but then do it absolutely regularly every day i asked you to give advice to people younger than you or your age but you gave advice to everyone like (laughs) thank you I appreciate that. <laughs> it, it, it's such a logical thing. And, you know, like, like we just said that, you know, sometimes you need friends to tell you the obvious sometimes. And uh, it seems after you said that, it seems obvious that obviously, you know, you're not going to do something if you decided that, you know, you're going to change your life by doing something for three hours every day. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
do yeah. a small changes at a time and uh, but do them regularly yeah yeah i think so and i'm certainly not the first person in the world to come up with this um but yeah. i think yeah. but it's what's worked for me so i'll pass it on <laughs> yeah and you, you which is you know which is fair that you don't need to doing it and saying that this is worked for me is the whole point of uh, empower women series like if we wanted to go and read advice there is a lot of advice you know there are so many books and so many things but we want to hear from someone who has done it and how mm -hmm. they are doing it and then be able to relate to them oh she could do it i could do it too yeah, no, definitely. You know, in 10, 15 minutes every day is, I think, doable for pretty much anyone, no matter how busy you are. So, yeah, I hope it works out for you. <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm going to do it and I'm going to report to you and yeah. let you know if I did it or not. Please for do. Me, that 10 minutes is like, oh, I can sleep 10 more minutes kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Let me know how it goes. I'm really curious. Yes, yeah, I, I will. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this conversation. Me too. It's really fun. Thanks. Like all our conversations. <laughs> I look forward to learning, you know, more from you and sharing more with you and you. everything. And thank you for doing everything that you do for Empowered Women series. Thank you. Thank you so much. I had a great time.